Hello, everybody, and welcome to Lore Divers, a podcast by nerds for nerds, here to talk about all the nerdy stuff. I'm Brandon. This is my friend Josh. Josh, how you doing? Pretty good, brother. How you doing? I'm tired, as you know from our previous conversation. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I don't have to present this week, so I get to take a little chill pill. I bet you're feeling great about that, dude. I am. Uh, Before we get into everything, I just want to say that we are currently at 54 downloads for our first two episodes in our intro episode. So I just want to thank everybody who's tuned in and gave us a listen. Um, For real, it means the world. It really does. Um, You know, we, we do spend a lot of time trying to learn everything we can. And obviously, we're just starting, so we're working on you know presentation and how we want to do things but it does mean a lot to have that kind of support just off rip you know i definitely wasn't expecting it i was expecting maybe you know two or three downloads per episode for a while but to hit you know 30 on our first and so you know we're working on getting our other episodes pushed out a little bit but you know we we just we just really appreciate it so i wanted to give thanks to everybody before we got into our deep dive yeah, and I'm gonna apologize right off rip. I did a tile job today, and if you know anything about cutting tile, like I have so much dust in my system right now. You guys might hear me cough and clear my throat uh, quite a bit. Um, I'm just sorry, right off rip. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we, but we'll get through. Us it. hardworking folk understand. Yeah, yeah. Josh here is a good old handyman. I'm a cook, so you know we understand the struggle. We do we're, the work things. We're ready to go. Yeah, we do the work things. But so, right, yeah. brother. Um, so this is your first presentation episode. Of what have you? What have you brought for the people? So if you listened to our last episode, and if you read the title of this episode, you probably know by now. <laughs> what's the biggest Marvel event? I would say most people know the Infinity War. I would say probably Infinity War, maybe Civil War, just because of the movie. Right, right. Well, that's why I'm saying I mean, Infinity War and Infinity people, Gauntlet because of the movie. Yeah, like, that shit was right. huge. I'm pretty sure Endgame was, like, one of the biggest selling movies in the past 10 years type huge. Yeah. So, uh, there's so freaking much to Infinity War in the actual comics, dude. It spans so many comics and so many, like, cross between like different comics man there's not like there is just the infinity gauntlet and just the infinity war but like you got to read so many other freaking comics if you want to pick up all of the story dude i'd swear i've read at least 100 comics and i'm not even through the end of it as of recording this episode for because we're going to do just the infinity gauntlet today which i'm calling the first half i've yet to finish the infinity war (laughs) There's yeah. that much to it. <laughs> but I'm also a completionist, so I'm trying to read everything I can. No, I get I'm the same way. And that's why it was hard for me to stick with reading a lot of the Marvel like comic storylines is because you're bouncing around so much. Dude. Yeah, I didn't like, realize one it person, was so much. One guy might have an episode episode like or issue seventy six and that pertains to what you're reading about, and then you jump to another person. Mm-hmm. That has one issue that's about it, and it all ties in. So, yeah, like, kudos it, to you, man. Kudos to you. all ties in, and that's what's so fucking awesome about the uh, the Infinity War and Infinity Gauntlet for me is Jim Starlin, the guy who uh, wrote the series, 
he did a fucking awesome job of tying all these comics together. And I mean, obviously, they they worked with other artists and other writers from the different series of comics, but man, this story spanned and touched on so many different characters and so many different um, storylines that brought into it. So I'm going to gloss over a bunch of names today. If I took the time to explain who everybody was, we'd be here till next week. All right. So <laughs> if there if there's anybody you hear that you're like, yo, I want to know more about this person, I highly suggest you guys go check out Marveling at Marvel's Marvels. They probably have an episode about one of these characters that I'm going to talk about, and they go into a pretty good amount of detail about their background and all that good stuff. And you could also uh, you could send us an email and request those type of things too. Um because we're always looking for ideas of what to do next. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we have a couple, but we know feedback is like if you guys want an episode about somebody you hear about today, you know, just send us an email, hit us up on Twitter, um, and we'll make sure to do an episode about that. And you really won't have to wait long because I know we have a couple of things planned, but we can always move stuff around. Oh, definitely. And I'm. I'm learning a lot about Marvel right now, so it would be the perfect time to be like, yo, I want to learn more about Drax the Destroyer or Adam Warlock. I got you. Like, that's something I could definitely do, but if you want the content right now... And then... Right. Yeah, it just gives us, like, a little, like, mm, maybe we could do this, or this yeah. person wants this, so let's... How about we do this next week? So, starting with the Infinity Gauntlet... I'm really going to focus on two characters. There, there's two guys, I'd say, who like really embody the Gauntlet and the Infinity Stones, and that's going to be Thanos, which, obviously, and Adam Warlock, who, you might be asking yourself, who even the fuck is Adam Warlock, if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which I haven't yet, or you know about the Stinger in the last, or Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where they kind of tease Adam. Mm-hmm. But, uh... He is super important and <laughs> doesn't really show up in the MCU very often. So we're going we're gonna to go into that quite a bit. But we're going to start with Thanos, man. The fucking man, the myth, the legend, the ultimate nihilist, the actual murder machine. Um, he is a murder machine. Why do we like talking about murder machines, dude? I don't know, dude. Evil people are just interesting. I think that's what that's it comes so. down to. That's so. <laughs> it just, why, why do they do what they do? The world may never know. <laughs> Oh, there's something I mean, about watching somebody struggle and try and get that power to, to go on their conquest. And with Thanos, it a lot of his reasoning for doing what he does is simply because he loves death. So, like, it, it's nothing grander than that. Like, there's no crazy plot. He's not trying to reset the balance of, like, people. It's not, like, some crazy storyline that they had in the MCU. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Let's start at the beginning. Let's do it. Thanos, born on Titan to, uh, to a man named Mentor and his wife, Suisan. Mentor is, he's like the, the leader of Titan. If you don't know, Titan's a, one of the moons of Saturn, I believe. So Okay, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, so Mentor is the leader of Titan, and he obviously leads these people called the Titans. And they're a strong alien race, and he leads them with Thanos and Eros until one day his wife gets murdered. And I'm not going to go like super into detail into it, just because there wasn't a whole bunch that I was able to find about it, aside from there's this book out there called 
uh, Thanos Rising, I think it is, which is a new telling of his background, and it kind of goes into, like, more depth into the story of Thanos' actual uprising and his, like, his childhood and his teenage years and shit like that, and, like, what really twisted him at a younger age. But from what... what cool. Right? It, it is, man. I really, like, I want to go back and read it. I just didn't think I was going to have enough time by the time I got to present this, so... From what I read, um, Thanos killed Suisan, and when Mentor found out, he exiled Thanos and pretty much was like, you know, I, I don't want to kill you, but fuck you. Leave. Right. And after he left, Thanos was like, you know, he, he thirsted for revenge after this, and he fell in love with death on Titan. So he came across this... We call it. He came across a cave, and in the cave was a shrine to death. And there is where he met death, and actually, like, he met the embodiment of death and actually fell in love with her. And that's where he came up with his first kind of scheme of murder. He just wanted to murder and conquest. And then it was after, you know, getting exiled. That's when he came up with, I want revenge. I want to go back. I want to take over Titan. Titan will be mine. And he goes and gathers a bunch of mercenaries and a bunch of, like, just horrible people from across the universe and comes back and damn near wipes out Titan. To Mm. the point where he, I believe, rules Titan for a little while there. Pretty much after uh, laying waste to Titan, he makes it his kind of quest to spread death across the galaxies to show his love for death and to prove his worthiness to her. And right. that's where he learned about uh, this artifact, I'll call it, called the Cosmic Cube. It's kind of like a wish-granting thing. Like, I didn't get too far into it. Just um, from what I read, he used this cube to become omnipotent. So he pretty much became a god, and in doing so, so yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like he he comes to Earth and like lays waste to the Avengers, Captain Marvel. Like he fucks everybody up, dude. Gets the Cosmic Cube because he finds out it's on Earth. Uses the Cosmic Cube to pretty much become a god. Leaves his body and is like fighting Captain Marvel and I think Drax the Destroyer and like an ephemeral fucking form, bro. It's cool as hell. But, but because he left his body, he left the cosmic cube unguarded, which gave Captain Marvel the amount of, or gave him the chance to come in and just karate chop and break that motherfucker. Thus, ending his omnipotence and sending Thanos off. <clears throat> um, I didn't really read, like, exactly what happened to him after that. Like, they just, he's just gone. I don't know if he's dead or what. So, well, from, from there, from there. All right. I, I think the whole play is he gets away, but nobody, like, no, it, it's one of them, what happened to Thanos? Um, okay. So, here's where I'm going to introduce Adam Warlock, a.k.a. him, a.k.a. Space Jesus. Space Jesus. I swear, dude, he... <laughs> There, there's a little bit of weird theology, Christian belief behind there. Like, man's, man's space Jesus. So I've heard that. Yeah. So Adam Warlock, when he first appeared in the comics, was in a Fantastic Four comic. And he was made by this group. He's an artificial human 
made by this group of scientists called the Hive. And these scientists wanted to make, like, a army of, like, the next level of human to pretty much take over. Well, they fucked up, and pretty much they came to the conclusion that they made Adam too strong. They made this being too strong. And when they, they made an attempt to go down into this, he, they always show him, like, Adam does this thing where he... He has this cocoon that he was birthed from, and whenever he gets, like, really fucked up, he'll retreat and go back into this cocoon thing. Right. And it's kind of, like, his way of regenerating and, like, getting stronger. It's, like I said, it's really weird. He's this artificial human, so whatever. They go down there and try and kill him, and he senses the malice in their heart, and, like, you know, it, it fucks him up. Like, yo, I, you guys made me. Now you're trying to kill me. This isn't right. Like... And when they made him, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> they made him with super high morality. So he is just like very highly moral being. And long story short, before they get down there to kill him, he's just like, I'm out and flies out to space, leaves their hive facility thing and he's gone. So <laughs> there's a there's a couple or like there's a story after that where he like meets up with Thor and fights with him, gets humbled, you know, he gets the dog piss beaten out of him because it's Thor, and right. uh, <laughs> he's floating through space and he find or he comes across this dude called the High Evolutionary, and the High Evolutionary is this like he's this really weird, interesting guy that his whole thing is like he likes to experiment with evolving things, and yeah. he he evolved himself to the point where he pretty much was a god. So, the High Evolutionary uh, finds Adam floating through space in his cocoon and whatnot, and he brings him, onto his, brings him onto his spaceship, and he starts talking to him and talking to him with, like, different philosophies and stuff, and he explains to him that he's making this Counter-Earth. And Counter-Earth is the High Evolutionary's experiment to make a Earth devoid of evil like devoid of that uh, initial instinct of evil so he starts doing that and like halfway through doing it all he gets like super tired like he he uses all of his energy and decides he's going to take a break or take a nap or something and this gives a previous experiment of his called the man beast who was like a, a man mixed with a wolf that he did but was like fully evil or something like that well he snuck onto his ship and took that time to fuck up this counter earth and corrupt man and he made it a point that there would be no good guys on there like there's there's no mutants there's no inhumans like there's there's none no chance of any of that right so it's just humans and bad moral humans so like normal <laughs> earth um yeah, just the same thing it is today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like how we live. You know, no superhuman society. High evolutionary ends up waking up and kind of fights with them, kicks the shit out of them. Man beast retreats down to counter earth and is like, yo, I'm just going to take over your new earth because it's fucked up and corrupted already. Well, the high evolutionary is just like, well, this is just another experiment. I'll just blow it up. Like, whatever. It's just earth. It's just another experiment. Right. Or it's just counter-Earth or whatever. It's messed up. Right, you know? Yeah, we'll just restart. Fuck it. Well, Adam Adam hears him say this, and he's like, yo, no, 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 no. Let me go down there and save these people. I'll show you that they are worthy. 
and the high evolutionary agrees to this for some reason he's he's an experimenting guy i guess he wants to see it happen well this is where we see the first soul gem and in the beginning this is actually what they were called they were called the soul gems they weren't actually called the infinity gems infinity stones okay or the uh the soul stones that was coined by thanos and i'll explain that later so the high evolutionary takes out this soul stone and it's a green soul stone and he puts it on adam warlock's brow and he's like with this power when you go to this counter earth you will have the the power of a warlock that the, the humans will call you a warlock so then that becomes his name is warlock and i oh, think it's like a yeah, so like that that's what I was getting at in the beginning there. They the scientists and all that only refer to him as him. They don't actually give him a name. So when you first see him pop up, he's got like this fucking blonde bull cut. He's like golden fucking tan dude stepping out of his cocoon and he's just like I am him. <laughs> all right. He is him. He's him. He is that guy. He's got that him energy. I guess so. <laughs> Timothy, as That's they say. That's funny. I really didn't know that. Dude, he was the first him, I'm telling you. Long story short, Adam ends up going down, and I think it's like a group of teenagers that he ends up stumbling across that actually name him Adam, because they're like, Warlock, that's a weird fucking name. Let's, let's give you a real name. And uh, long story short, he ends up saving the day, and over, it's like the course of 15 issues, he, uh, he battles it out with Man Beast, freaking goons and then eventually him the hulk ends up showing up for some reason because i guess that's what the hulk does in marvel he just gets blasted off to random planets so he he shows up and kind of helps out for a bit but adam ends up kicking his ass and takes off into space (laughs) because that's kind of adam's whole thing is he is always questioning like why he exists or like what his existence really is and he battles this thought or like this thought process with the soul stone all the time because this soul stone is vampiric it takes his life energy when he uses it against his enemies and he ends up finding out that this soul stone actually takes the soul of his enemies before he defeats them and traps them inside of the soul stone in what he ends up calling the soul world and they say that Adam's like the guy when it comes to the Soul Stone. There's nobody before him and no one after him who is more linked to the Soul Stone. And I think they even Thanos even says it that the Soul Stone is one of the most powerful gems because it governs the soul. It's that and the reality gem, I think, are the two strongest. So after Adam kicks ass on Counter Earth, they uh they kind of throw in this little story about a future version of Adam called the Magus ends up showing up with a group that he calls the Universal uh, Universal Church of Truth, I think it is. The whole story here is pretty much, in the future, Adam Warlock gets twisted up by something and goes bad. It's probably not good. <laughs> becomes the Magus. Well, the Magus goes back in time to make sure that this happens. Like, it's an eventuality or something like that. It's a weird, like, time-skipped type of storyline. It's the 90s, I think, or 70s. They do weird shit back then, man. Yeah. But 
the the importance of this whole little arc really is the slight introduction of the Magus and the introduction of Gamora, Pip the Troll, and Thanos. Because Thanos actually shows up to help Adam Warlock in his fight against the Magus. And originally it's Gamora and like he stumbles across Pip the Troll, who's this dude who partied with trolls so much that he ended up becoming a troll. And like he just spends the rest of his life just bumbling around the universe, fucking drinking and smoking and partying. I mean, good for him, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's that guy. He's the party animal, man. I love Pip the Troll. He's awesome. So Thanos helps Adam out here in more of a convoluted plot. You'll find out Thanos is really big into these crazy mastermind plots, dude. He... He is, when you talk about evil genius fucking plans, dude, that is Thanos. He comes up with the most craziest convoluted ways to become a god because that's essentially what's he, what he wants to do is get as much power as he can and show death that he's worthy. This is where Thanos first finds out about the soul stones and he finds out about Adam's soul stone. And in his next complicated plan... Thanos goes and gathers up the soul, the rest of the soul stones throughout the universe, and they don't really go into too much detail about how he does this. There's no like crazy people defending them or anything like that that I know of. He just shows up and starts blowing up stars because he uses the power of all the soul stones to generate and make up a artificial soul stone. I'm sorry, I know this is a lot like of soul stone talk going around. I think this is why they're like, we're going to call it the Infinity Stones because all of them being called soul stones and this one strong one also being called the soul stones, kind of fucking dumb. So long story short, he uses the other gems to make an artificial soul stone because he can't find the soul stone. That's because Adam Warlock has the soul stone. Well, Adam Warlock finds out about this whole, whole ordeal going on, shows up, and helps the Avengers kick up Thanos' ass, or kick up, kick Thanos' ass. And this time, they actually do kill Thanos. But it's at the cost of Adam Warlock's life. And now I say it's at the cost of his life, but I told you, he's got the Soul Stone, right? Right, okay. Well, before he's about to die, he sucks in Gamora, he sucks in Pip the Troll, and he sucks his own soul into the Soul World. And you get to see that in the soul world, everybody is connected and everybody lives at peace. So in there, he is in Nirvana. They're all in Nirvana, and that is the end of Adam Warlock. Whoa, or so wait, we that's think. Like the actual? Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to just introduce a character and be like, he's super important, but he dies off rip. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I, okay. I'm following, I'm following. It's a lot, but I'm following. All right, I was going to say, I, I've been putting a lot out there. This is just like the beginning of these two characters, kind of how they intermingle, because like I said, Thanos does show up and help Adam a little bit. Kind of weird, but it's all part of Thanos's plot. You know, he's he's got these complicated fucking ideas, man. Here's where we get really complicated, and this is actually where it gets to like my favorite part of all this, man, because the Silver Surfer ends up having this vision, all right? And he's traveling through space. Yeah, I know, Silver Surfer, right? Out of nowhere. Um, 
he's traveling through space and he sees this desolate world and on this desolate world there's this weird fucking palace there i don't know why he's drawn there but he goes there well he ends up finding out that while going inside he stumbles across the throne of death he's inside death's palace and it's here where we get to see through the silver surfer's eyes thanos being reborn by death and she does this because she believes now that there is an upset in the balance of life that life is taking too much so she's going to bring thanos back to bring about that balance back to the world and what does thanos promise in the movie I don't even remember to be honest with you, bro. What? That's like his whole thing. What does he? What does he do in the movie, bro? Oh, he snaps. He destroys half the universe. Yes, that is the okay. promise he I don't makes. Know where you're going with that? <laughs> yes, that is the promise he makes to death. Is that if she brings him back, he will find a way to spread death and spread fear, and he will end up wiping out, wiping out half of the universe in her name. So she brings him back. Maniac. Oh, yeah, dude. Like I said, ultimate nihilist. Like, this dude, he loves death so fucking much, dude. It's disgusting. And I love it. So, death, Mistress Death, she at her palace has this thing called the Infinity Well. And the Infinity Well, if you look into it, it contains all the knowledge of the universe, of the known universe and the universe before. So Thanos looks into this like, yo... I love complicated plans. How complicated of a plan can I fucking concoct? Right. And this is how he learns about the Infinity Gems. And from here on, I'm going to start calling them the Infinity Gems just so there's no confusion. Because even then, he's still, or they're still called Soul Gems. Okay. So this is where you get into one of my favorite fucking series of comics I've ever read, dude. Thanos Quest. Thanos quest is literally the telling of how Thanos acquires all the gems throughout like two, it's two series and I think it's like 40 to 60 pages each series. And they're just, they're awesome, dude. The fucking, the, the artist or the, the art's really awesome. The story's awesome. I'm going to go through it really quick. Um, if you weren't trying to get spoiled, sorry, it's happening. (laughs) Yeah. Just skip a little bit past this or something. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll try to make it kind of quick, but like I said, it, it pretty much goes through how Thanos goes in acquiring each of the stones. So, man, I'm not quite sure when this happens, but it needs to be mentioned. I I can't remember if it happens before he dies the first time or if it's after he's revived by death, but there's one point where Thanos goes back to his old ship, the Sanctuary 2, because he finds out there's someone going around like trying to take over and like spread his name and shit and they're saying that they're his granddaughter and he comes to the ship and he finds nebula if you know from the show nebula right she's claiming to be his granddaughter and all this and he's like nah fuck that kills her on the spot (laughs) and uh that's one way to get out of child support or something i guess (laughs) he said you ain't no kid of mine pop uh yeah that's it uh it that's yeah we'll get back to that dude it's it's kind of important just yeah so thanos quest so first off thanos goes to the nexus of reality where he finds the in-betweener is being held by um lord chaos and master order 
and they've got him trapped in like this bubble and thanos tells him he's like yo i'll help you get out you shoot your energy or your powers from the inside i'll shoot my powers from the outside and we'll blast this thing order and chaos never thought you know somebody else showing up i'm a fucking anomaly outside of time and space they'll never like they never expect this this is gonna work right the in-betweener's like all right but this seems weird why would you help me and he's like no reason i'm just here to help (laughs) yeah right well they end up blasting the hell out of this bubble thing his prison and it blasts open and the in-betweener's like yo thank you thank you but you're crazy if you thought I was going to trust you. And he like pulls back to hit him with a cosmic blast and he's got nothing because in the fucking nexus of reality, he didn't, he doesn't have powers. Like his powers don't work there. So Thanos literally, I kid you not, bro, bitch slaps the shit out of him and then just plucks the power gem or not the power gem. Uh, yeah, that's right. He has the soul stone for some reason. I I'm not a hundred percent sure. No, that's right. Uh, after they killed Thanos, way back when he had all the gems together for the first time, they split right. off and went across different parts of the universe to go to different uh, like elders and people in the galaxy, like these different cosmic beings. Okay. I know, just more complicated stuff, dude. <laughs> so Definitely I, a little more complicated than my episode. <laughs> yeah, there's so much to it, dude, and we're not even like, we don't even have the gems yet. So, he bitch slaps the in-betweener and pulls the soul stone off his head, and he's like, alright, that's me. Gone. And he literally just teleports out of there. And you see in the next panel, Lord Chaos and Master Order come back, and they're like, yo, what are you doing out of your prison? And the in-betweener is like, it wasn't me! Thanos was here! I, mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, it wasn't me! You can only assume what happens to him after that. No. <laughs> so... <laughs> From here, you pretty much see the sequence of Thanos using one stone to get the next stone to get the next. Down the down the line he goes, he gets them all. We all know this. So the next up is the power stone from an elder known as the Champion, and this was pretty cool. He's a the Champion's a mighty warrior. He he's just this fucking unbeatable godlike dude, and Thanos knew that this dude was so strong that he wouldn't be able to beat him in like a a might contest. So he gets him so riled up that he makes the champion exert all of his force to the point that he blows up the literal planet that they're fucking fighting on. And in the next panel, you see him just like floating in space and he's like, I won, I won, nobody could beat the champion. And then Thanos is like, Thanos just teleports up next to him and he's like, but did you really win? Because now you're just floating in space and where are you going to go? You're just sitting here forever. Unless I save you. And you give me that gem that's sitting on your forehead. And the champion, I mean, he he don't really know. He's not the smartest. And with a lot of these gems, they're not like in the movie. I think it's in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 where like they, they pretty much say if you touch one of the gems, you'll fucking explode. Or like they're so strong that you can't contain it. Right. The only gem that's really like that is the reality gem. Otherwise, everything else kind of, like, they stay dormant unless you know how to use the gem. Like, you might bring out its latent power, but other than that, the gem's just a gem. So, a lot of these guys that Thanos comes across don't really know how to use them, the champion included. He was just stupid fucking strong. So he didn't know, like, this gem that he was getting rid of was actually dummy strong, and he hands it to Thanos, and 
Thanos is a man of his word, which you find, like, Thanos really is a man of his word. If he tells you something, that motherfucker's gonna do it. He don't care if you're friend or foe. So, he teleports him off to a planet, heads off to his next victim, who is the gardener. He's a really cool fucking dude. A gardener. <laughs> yeah, dude, literally. He possesses the time stone. And what he does, dude, is he doesn't, he doesn't realize that he's using the time stone like this. He grows these crazy-ass plants to the point of their ultimate beauty and then stops them in a stasis so they stay that way forever. So right. Thanos shows up in his, like, garden or whatever, and literally all you see is just all these plants everywhere all around them at all times, and it's just this beautiful-ass fucking place, dude, and the, the art's amazing. It's just another one of them things, man, where Thanos is too smart and he's too strong, and before the gardener could even try to attempt to fight him, I think they're, like, sitting on some benches drinking tea or something like that because the gardener knows why he's there. Thanos right. just stands up and he starts walking away and he's like, too bad you didn't know the actual strength of your own gem. And the gardener's just got all these roots coming out of him and like, Thanos grew plants out of this dude and killed him that way. And then just the goes fuck? and takes this time stone off his head. Yeah, it's crazy brutal <laughs> shit, dude. I like, even the little fights that he has, you'll find Thanos is always one step ahead of everybody he fights, and he's always thinking of how he's going to win. Like, losing is never an idea for him. It's always, how does Thanos win? Thanos is inevitable. <laughs> really is that guy. Dude, for real. So, fourth, we have the runner, who's this, like, golden dude, kind of like the Silver Surfer, except he's gold. And he's another elder who's just extremely fast, and he's got the space stone to make him go even faster. Um, and it's this guy that Thanos actually ends up telling the story of the Infinity Gems to, for some reason, I don't know. I think they just used this point as a plot-telling device. Right. But he begins to talk about before the universe was made, I guess, before time, there was this sentient being with almighty power that was the one and only living thing in all realities. Okay. And even Thanos admits, like, pretty much this thing is God. Like, most people would call it God. And this entity, man, it lived for so long by itself that it just got sad and it got lonely. So it committed cosmic suicide. And by doing okay. that it pretty much created the universe. Like, the Big Bang was this thing. Yeah, I remember itself. hearing about that before, yeah. Well, while doing that, its essence got split up into the Infinity Gems and got sent over, or, like, spread out throughout the whole universe. So this is where the Infinity Stones pretty much come from, is this crazy-ass fucking being that used to exist before time. Thanos tells this dude this whole story, and, like, while he's telling him this story, you know, the runner's being this cocky little asshole running around doing all crazy shit, and, uh, he gets, like, caught up on something, and Thanos, I don't remember exactly what he says, dude, but he just, he turns him into an old man using the time stone, and once again, it's just another, another time of Thanos just casually walking up to his enemy and plucking the fucking stone <laughs> off his forehead. He's like, you know what? 
I think he says something about you wouldn't be so fast if you're over a million years old, and he makes them over a million years old because elders, I guess you can't kill, they're immortal. So after that, after he plucks the stone off his head, he turns him into a fucking baby. <laughs> like a newborn baby. Just it, because? Yeah, you would think, right? Alright? Yeah. It just that's that's funny. That's silly. That's Thanos. He's doing crazy shit, turning a elder into a baby. No, he teleports to the collector. You know the collector, right? I think yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy One. He's got the. Yeah, he was, he's in yep. the Infinity War. He's got one of the stones or something. Yeah, that's where um, Drax like freaks out and tries to kill Thanos and yeah. blah 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 blah. Yep, yep. <laughs> so Thanos goes to the collector. And he's like, "Hey, I know you have this other gem, this other stone. I know that you're a traitor. I've got something for you." And he pulls out the runner in baby form. Says, I'll oh trade God. you a baby elder, one of your kind, for your stone. And the collector, the collector thought he was winning, dude. So he's like, yeah, let's do it. Hands him over, gives him the gem, and he's like, I've studied this gem for years and years and years. And it's, there's nothing, you know, there's no power or anything in it. Thanos grabs it and he's like, because you're stupid. And instantly fucks with reality because this dude has the reality stone. And it's some crazy ass art, dude. You see like everything's twisted and turning and he just he does some cool ass shit with the reality stone. Yeah, he just fucks with them a little bit, toys with them, and then leaves. Yeah, he's like playing with his food. It, and that is <laughs> that is what Thanos does, dude, because he is about bringing out that pain, like pretty much torturing people because it's it that's that spreading of death man he just wants to make death happy by causing agony like this lastly he ends up going to another elder of the universe called the grandmaster and the grandmaster is this dude who has spent his whole life learning how to be the best at games and like games of chance just any type of game that's out there this dude has played it and he is the fucking best at it so thanos shows up and the Grandmaster's like, I already know what you're here for. Here's the table. Here's the gauntlet. I'm throwing it down. He's got two VR headsets, and they're going to fucking put them on and challenge each other to death in this VR game. Thanos is like, all right, run it. And uh, and I, they have, like, you know, some backups. Uh, the Grandmaster has the Mind Stone in, like, a little case where he's like, if something ever ha- or if something's to happen to me, the case is going to blow up the Mind Stone, and Thanos is like, alright, and does literally the same thing with the rest of his gems. You know, just to show off. <laughs> so they get in, and dude, it's, it is really cool looking at the, like, to think, like, back then this is the idea that they had, where, like, these, they almost look like fucking scouters from Dragon Ball Z where their VR headsets that they put on. Mm-hmm. And then they were in the game, they were wearing like mech suits and shit and like fighting each other and shooting each other. It was neat, but the Grandmaster sealed his fate as soon as he went in. Let me start like this. Kind of common courtesy to not cheat in a game, especially if the game has cosmic consequences. But the yeah. Grandmaster doesn't fucking lose, so towards the end of the fight, he starts cheating and beating the shit out of Thanos. But what he doesn't know is Thanos then a copy of himself to fight the Grandmaster. He was outside of the game of the did. whole time. Collects the Mind Stone like it's nothing and fucking gets the hell out of there. 
He fucking conned him and won the game before it even started, bro. That's just how smart so Thanos crazy, is. Man. That just shows he literally, dude, if he sets his fucking mind to do something, he does it. So after after all this, well, I guess, ta-da, we've got the six gems. We're there. Right. We're almost there. Oh, man. <laughs> so, and then, this is kind of a weird thing. I don't know why they did it. In the MCU, they changed up the colors of the stones for some reason. I, I heard about that, too. I was watching a video one time. Yeah, so in the MCU... You've got the Time Stone, which is green, which we know from Doctor Strange. The Mind mm-hmm. Stone is yellow, which is the one that's on Vision. Yep. The Power Stone is purple. I think that's the one in Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm pretty sure. The Soul Stone is orange. I don't really remember, to be honest with you. It, I watched the movies when they came out, but <laughs> I haven't yeah, watched them in so times. long. Uh, the Space is blue and uh, reality is red where in the comics the time stone is orange the mind stone is blue the power stone is red the soul stone is green and that's from the very beginning you actually all of the stones were green when they kind of first started showing them off and it wasn't until a panel where Thanos is uh, explaining all the powers that he has to the silver surfer and Drax because he fucking toys with them that you see them all take their color. So the soul stone's green, space stone is purple, and the reality stone is yellow. And another thing that they do in the movies, um, they make the gauntlet for him or whatever. I can't remember what the hell them people are. It, it's part of the story. Thor goes there to get the, the axe, I think. Those guys make the, the gauntlet for Thanos. In the comics, he literally just wills them into his glove. That he's wearing. Oh shit. Yeah, he just puts them on, like puts the gem on his glove, and he's like, "All right, that's where you go, and that's where you go, and that's where that one goes." And hey, we're bedazzling. Swear to God. <laughs> I wish they did it like that in the MCU. <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting story, but they just like they don't spend any time on it. Like it's not this crazy thing. Right. So after he collects all the stones, he goes back to. The, the temple of death or the, the throne of death where he lets her know like yo I did it I got everything I'm I'm now this omnipotent being I'm super strong I can I can carry out the will and the quest that I told you I was gonna do and she kind of just passes him off they don't really explain why at first but she's not really about him after that because he becomes so strong these like these elder beings, these like godlike beings, they don't like it if you're as strong as them. Right. You know what I mean? They want you to be their servant. Like she I think she said something along the lines like she could never love somebody stronger than her because it makes her look bad or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, dude, it's like that type of egotistical shit. That really fucks him up. Like that fucks Thanos up so he ends up killing one of her servants because that's the only way she talks to him is through her servants so he ends up killing one of her servants constructs this crazy ass throne to her on like his own desolate world teleports them all there and like sets everything up for his his whole 
fucking grand plan, his grand scheme, because he still hasn't done it yet. The Infinity Gauntlet was just the beginning. Right. While this is all going on, you know, she's still kind of passing him off, and she just does not care about the dude. You know what I mean? Right. So he goes off, and he goes back to Sanctuary 2, his old ship, and he finds out that there's still somebody there. I think he goes there looking for technology or something. There's something that he left there. And he finds out that there's this nerd still living on the ship. Well, this dude was Nebula's right-hand man. And he's there keeping or trying to keep Nebula alive down in the hole of the ship or something like that. Well, Thanos gets this crazy idea because she's on the verge of death. He ends up pretty much making her a zombie. Because his whole idea is, I'm going to make this ultimate fucking showing of death and life. She's in the the ultimate balance between the two. And I'm going to present this to death because she's going to think this is so fucking cool. For some reason. All right. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I never really understood it. And I mean, she looks, she literally looks like a fucking decaying body, dude. It's disgusting. And then Thanos goes back, dude, and he presents Nebula to fucking death like look at this this is my greatest creation of the balance between life and death and she's still just like uh you're weird (laughs) i I don't care bro so he ends up killing another one of her servants dude (laughs) this is where they introduce mephisto now if you know yes yes mephisto is the marvel devil and mephisto shows up and he kind of He's kind of, like, whispering on Thanos' shoulder. Like, he, he's kind of coming around trying to be, like, buddy-buddy with him. And, and at first... So he's the devil on Thanos' yeah, shoulder. Yeah, literally the devil you on his say. shoulder, bro. I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> so he, he's whispering in his ear, and, like, he's telling him this, like, oh, death, death won't love you unless you do this, or, like, death won't love you unless you do that. He kind of sides with him. But it's once Mephisto shows up and starts talking to him, and you kind of, I believe it's in the beginning of the actual Infinity Gauntlet, so now we're actually at Infinity Gauntlet in the comics, if you're like keeping track of that at all. He eggs Thanos on, and they're, they're having this whole conversation, and then he's like, Mephisto says something like, well, maybe Death's mad at you because you forgot your promise. And Thanos is like, yo... How the fuck could I have forgotten? And he like walks over to the edge of this crater, lifts up his hand, and snaps. Oh shit. Yep. That's it. Boom. Half of the universe is gone. And it's not like some fucking wisp in the wind like the movies, bro. They're just gone. The next scene you see is Spider-Man fucking flip-flipping his way through... Uh, New York, dude, and you just see people disappear, cars crashing into each other, airplanes fucking crashing into the ground, dude. Uh, Avengers HQ's going crazy because people are disappearing. That are the Cap, I think, or Captain America's literally talking to a uh, Hawkeye or somebody like that, and watches them phase away in front of them, freaking the fuck out. Right. Everybody. As you should. <laughs> Half the universe, dude, gone. While this happens, while all of this is happening. I guess I should say there's another story that's kind of going on in the background about one Drax the Destroyer and one 
the Silver Surfer. So, me and you know about Drax the Destroyer because we why, or listen to Marveling at Marvel's Marvels. Drax, right. Drax is a being, he's another artificial human, kind of, that was created by Kronos, who is Thanos' grandfather. Kronos is like the god of Titan, the pretty Titan. much. Yeah. Um, he, and not my mythology. <laughs> <laughs> he's a... Uh, He's pretty much a fucking god. Kronos makes the destroyer to to like hunt down Thanos and kill him. He ends up getting murdered by his daughter Moondragon and you never hear from him again. Well, suddenly Drax shows up out of nowhere and he's like brain damaged, but they know it's Drax. And all mm-hmm. he said and he shows back up to Titan, I'm sorry, I should say. And he finds Mentor and he's like Yo, Thanos is back. Thanos is alive. I've got to kill Thanos. And everybody's like, yo, no, Thanos died. Adam Warlock killed Thanos. Like, we watched this happen. Like, he's dead, bro. Chill. And he just keeps going crazy about it. So Mentor sends Silver Surfer and Thanos to out to go and try and find... Or Silver Surfer and Drax out to go and try and find Thanos. Long story short, Thanos, being omnipotent... He sees everything now in the universe with the glove on. He literally sees mm-hmm. everything. He controls time, space, reality, the mind, the soul, power. Like, he controls it all. So he sees them doing this, and he just toys with them and fucks with these dudes. After toying with them and, like, showing the extent extent of his powers to these two, because in the universe, like, it's not really touched upon in the MCU, the Silver Surfer is one of the strongest fucking beings Mm-hmm. as well as Drax like they both have cosmic powers and like there's a difference between a a fucking laser beam and a cosmic beam like that that power is much more immense and I, I believe it's Galactus yeah, they, they... that gave Silver Surfer his powers and if you know about Galactus the man literally eats planets planets yeah the planet live. eater he eats yeah, they, they... planets I don't you might not even be able to name like a worse downgrade in the MCU than Drax. <laughs> like, honestly, he's so downplayed in the MCU. Like, in the MCU, he kind of just looks like a crazy, buff alien dude with knives. Yeah. I mean, he looks, he's like more of like, he seems like more of like a Hulk type in the MCU than. Well, that was. He actually is. That was Drax after he died. When Drax came back, he was more of the Hulk type. He got brain damage from dying. So when he was revived, and they don't really explain that, like Thanos lives, so Drax lives is pretty much what happened. Thanos got okay. revived, so Drax just came out the ground and was like, Thanos exists, I must kill. And he becomes okay, this okay. Hulk type. I didn't type. know that. I yeah. didn't know that. He becomes this Hulk type. He he becomes this like just super strong dude that can fly and shoot cosmic beams, but he's also just like he beats the fuck out of people. And that's a lot of the times when he meets people for the first time again. It's all this confusion and miscommunication, and he's always just fighting people because he's also brain damaged and doesn't know how to fucking explain his thoughts. Communicate, and how he's, yeah. yeah. It's kind of sad, dude. I'll be, I'll be like, honest. There, yeah, that is there, sad. <laughs> there's a point where he, uh, he actually breaks down to Eros, I think it is, which is Thanos' brother. And he's like, why does no one understand me? Like, why does no one believe me when I say that Thanos is back? Like, I know what I'm talking about, but because I don't speak good anymore, people don't believe me. 
And that fucking broke me, dude, because in his heart, he was right. And we, as the readers, know Drax is right. Thanos is alive. But nobody will fucking listen to him, bro. (laughs) Oh, it's so rough. Thanos toys around with uh, Drax and Silver Surfer and ends up sucking them into the soul world. Uses the soul stone and just sucks them right in. Like, all right, ain't going to have to worry about them guys anymore. Little did he know, Adam Warlock is in the Soul Stone. And because they go inside the Soul Stone, they're all linked together. Everybody knows, like, oh, there's two new entities here. Drax being Drax starts trying to fight people. Well, Norrin Rat, or Silver Surfer, I'm sorry, Norrin Rat's his actual name. Mm -hmm. the, The Silver Surfer ends up talking with Gamora, I think it is, and explains to her, like, yo, Thanos is back, some shit's going down. And she's like, yo, you need to talk to Adam. Well, they go and find Adam and explain to Adam everything that's going on, and he goes and does his crazy warlock fucking thinking stuff, comes back, and he does, he pretty much agrees, like, yo, this is, if Thanos is doing bad things out there, it's going to cause issues in my soul world, and I need to go take care of it. He ends up doing this weird spell and sends the Silver Surfer and the Drax, the Destroyer, back out of the the soul stone but out into different parts of the universe so the silver surfer is closer to earth so he can make it there and tell the avengers what's going on and all the earthborn heroes and drax is closer to titan so he can go and tell mentor what's going on and thanos is back and all of that right little did they know the blip as the mcu calls it happened and half of these people are dead, mentor included. So Drax ends up going back, and there's a whole fucking big thing there. The story between like him and talking with Eros, and I think that's when he talks to Eros about like no one was believing him and shit. So Surf, he ends up going towards Earth, right? Well, he gets intercepted by Thanos on the moon. And... Thanos, man, he isn't looking to kill him. He just wants to delay him because he has this master plot and it's all part of his plan to toy with these people. So he sends a clone of himself to go fucking just beat the shit out of the Silver Surfer. And, uh, you know, in Infinity War, where Thanos shows up on uh, Thor's ship, he beats the shit out of Thor, kills Loki, and he sends Hulk fucking flying mm. through the yeah uh doctor strange's roof yeah in the comics silver surfer goes flying through that roof shoot <laughs> yeah so they actually show him he fucking like comes out of the rubble and he's like thanos is coming thanos is coming we we need to do something like yo thanos is fucking coming and he is going to kill everybody and yeah they they kind of take that to heart because adam warlock right after that sends this weird vision to dr strange and shows him everything that he's seen and everything that was explained to him by the silver surfer and like this whole plot that's going on and they don't explain it too crazy but um with the soul stone and his link to the soul stone and then being in the soul world Adam has this ability to link his soul with other people to, like, really show them and link with them, like, to bond with them and, like, show them what he's been through. 
And by doing this, uh, Doctor Strange and the Silver Surfer, they end up trusting him, like, wholeheartedly. Like, if anybody's gonna beat Thanos, it's fucking this dude. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's Seems like the only one that's going to right now. <laughs> right. It, and he's the only one who, like, right off rip, he has a plan. And he sends Surf off and sends Drax off. He also... He does another crazy spell where he sends his soul, Gamora's soul, and Pip the Troll's soul all out into new bodies that are on Earth so that they can also go to Avengers Tower and be a part of the whole fucking plan and he can tell everybody what's going on. Alright, so after this, in the after Adam sends like his whole vision thing to Doctor Strange, he shows up at Doctor Strange's place and they talk about the whole this whole plan that they're they're coming up with and they teleport to avengers hq well at avengers hq they it's just a whole fucking line of uh telling the plan to the next guy to tell the plan to the next guy to tell the plan to the next guy so everybody knows the fucking plan so captain america starts getting onto his intercom and gets hold of like alpha flight west coast avengers fucking x-men x-factor gets a hold of all the different heroes and all their teams and has Doctor Strange just start teleporting them all in. So they're all gathering together, getting ready for this crazy fight that they're going to go beat the shit out of Thanos, right? Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that's it. That, that's the plan. So while they're all getting together, Adam and the Silver Surfer have their own preparation that they're going to do. They are heading out into space for a cosmic meetup. And I say cosmic meetup, they literally go and meet up with the strongest entities in the universe, dude. They meet up with Lord Order and Master Chaos. They meet up with Epoch. They see the embodiment of fear and hate. Galactus is there. The Watcher shows up. The Stranger is there. Fucking um, Kronos is there. And then you see the Living Tribunal and Eternity. And if you know anything, if you see Eternity, the Watcher, or the Living Tribunal, shit's going to fuck. And like, Everything is going to fuck if them guys are there. This is a big cosmic deal. This is a big ordeal. Well, Adam shows up and immediately he's like, Thanos has this glove with all these infinity gems. He's going to try and take over the universe and kill everybody. The Living Tribunal is like, this has nothing to do with me. He disappears because the Living Tribunal governs. <laughs> he, it's a weird entity that governs like reality and the forces of the universe and I, I don't really understand it, to be honest, because I didn't do a bunch of digging into him. Um, I just know that it wasn't a big deal for him, so he was gone. And then, because he left, Eternity also was just like, fuck this, I'm out. And Eternity, if you don't know, is the living embodiment of everything in the universe. So, oh, literally, okay. Eternity. That's crazy, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Dude, he, he's really cool. He, uh, he kind of, if you took, like, the outlet... Or outlet. If you took like the uh, the silhouette of Galactus, and then pasted like the galaxy over it, and then gave him like a blue face, that's pretty much eternity. Like his body is the stars and planets okay. in the sky and shit. It's really cool. I think I've seen a picture of him before. You might have. I maybe and just didn't know that. I swear I seen somewhere on Twitter recently where someone said something about him being in one of the uh, newer Marvel movies. So I want to say Guardians of the Galaxy 3 or uh, 
Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, but I doubt he's in that because they have Kang he, I don't that. think he was in that one because I watched that. Yeah, I watched that too, and I didn't I didn't see him anywhere in that, but I also was like half watching the movie. Honestly, I don't know. Honestly, wasn't a fan. Yeah, personally, dude, that's kind of how I just watch movies lately. It's just, if it doesn't get my interest within that first 20 minutes, man, I'll finish it, but I'd rather be playing video games or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. I digress. Back to back, back to the things. So, Adam pretty much makes a deal with all these these motherfuckers. Like, yo, I've got this plan. This is pretty much it. Y'all gotta trust me. They all trust him. I don't know why. It's they just know. I guess that Adam's the man. They all the the whole plan is they're all gonna band together and defeat Thanos. So after that little meetup. They go back to Earth, Silver Surfer and Adam, and everybody kind of disappears and goes to their own, or all the cosmic entities go their own way and wait for the wait for the time. Adam and Silver Surfer go back to Avengers HQ and they get everybody together and it's literally instant. Like it, they get Doctor Strange to locate where he's at and where Thanos is at, and in an instant he fucking teleports everybody in. And it is all-out fucking war. Now, remember how I said something about Mephisto? Right. This is where you see Mephisto is kind of a good guy at this point. And I wouldn't say good guy, but more looking out for himself. Because in a world where Thanos is omnipotent, Mephisto can't do his shenanigans. So Mephisto kind of starts whispering in his ear, and he's like, Yo, you know... He, he pretty much says, you know, people love a, a hero story, and you versus all of these people, while you're a god, wouldn't be too heroic, but if you used your power instead of the gauntlet's power, you would look, you would probably impress Lady Death. And he's like, oh, I can fucking do that, that's nothing. And then he just starts with his own power, beating the shit out of every hero, dude. He literally, dude, he's just beating the hell out of everybody, and he starts murdering all of the fucking people, and or all of the heroes, and the whole time he's doing this, you see Silver Surfer and Adam Warlock hanging out a couple universes, or a couple, like, light years away, watching and waiting for their perfect moment, and, I mean, Silver Surfer is, like, he doesn't know the full plan of what the fuck to go on he just knows when he gets the word he needs to go in Mm -hmm. they're literally watching these people die in front of them i mean wolverine gets his fucking skeleton turned to rubber you literally watch iron man's helmet go fucking flying i don't know if it's helmet or his head they don't really show but when they show his body on the ground you don't see tony stark's head sitting there yeah (laughs) there there's a point you know cyclops the x-men yeah, the X. Thanos constructs like a an invisible box around his head and seals his head in. So when he fucking shoots his laser beam, it shoots him back in his face, dude. And he he deprives himself of all of his oxygen and dies. Like, it's brutal That's fucking shit, gnarly. dude. Yeah. So literally, dude, everybody's fucking dead except for Cap, like the Captain America, bro. He finally get or he gets to the point. He like gets up. He starts walking up and squaring up with fucking. Thanos, dude, and then they just start going blow for blow. And I mean, if you're a Captain America fan, dude, I 
I got goosebumps reading this shit because it was like, that's our Captain America. Like, right hook, right hook, left hook, left hook. Like, they were blow for blow, body for body, dude, back and forth. And then as Thanos comes down, dude, and he's about to deliver his final fucking blow, Adam yells, now. And Silver Surfer flies through as fast as he can through these fucking light years away, dude, to grab the gauntlet and steal it off of Thanos' hand. And this motherfucker misses. He actually misses, bro. Like, at the very last second, Thanos is like, oh, nope. That's so crazy. You should have been a little bit closer. Should have been a little bit closer. Like, what? (laughs) You bum? Bro, four. One of the strongest beings in the universe, my ass. And one of the fastest on his surfboard. He is one of the fastest beings in the universe, dude. And fucking Thanos just said, nope, got to be faster than that. Oh my god, dude. So, it's at this point, all hope is lost. Boom. Cosmic beings fucking show up, dude. And now, now the real fucking war starts. You got Lord Chaos and Master Order start going back and forth with them fucking warping reality around Thanos and shit, dude. You got Galactus start shooting beams at him, fucking death, or not death, uh, Hatred and love start fucking tag-teaming on him and shit, but he just, he keeps fending him off. And there's the thing about these these cosmic entities, dude, they, they have all got such a big ego, they don't work together. So he just easily starts whooping their asses, dude, like it's nothing. Because they all come at him like one for one. It's like an old fucking martial arts movie where you watch ten dudes stand in a circle around the one bad guy, and they're none of, or around the one good guy, right. and none of them are doing anything. But the one guy who's time, you know, it's his time to get his ass whooped, he runs up while the other guys are, like, all still holding their swords or whatever. Like, all right, is it my turn? <laughs> that shit always bothered me about old martial arts. I love martial arts movies, dude. But every time I see that shit, I'm like, just chop his leg off, you fucking idiot. No, for real. We'll walk up behind him right now and just stab him. What's going on here? Dude. <laughs> so... After, like, they all individually start getting their ass whooped, they, they finally decide to band together, and this is where you see Mephisto and even Death herself steps in to try and overpower Thanos, and this destroys Thanos, dude. Like, and like I told you before, it, she doesn't want to be with somebody who is stronger than him, or stronger than her. Right. And he, he finally comes to grip with this and is just like, fuck it. And he traps all of them in a stasis field. And leaves them all above his throne. And that's it. He's won. And, well, obviously you think he's went. He he wins. But then Eternity shows up. Remember I talked about Eternity? He left after the Living Tribunal. He shows up, dude. And it's not even a fucking fight. I swear to God, the next panel you see, this motherfucker is in the stasis field with the other guys. You're just like, oh. All right, so he wasn't fucking shit. Sweet. Yeah, that's some baloney. Yeah, no, it just that just goes to show you strong dudes just getting their ass kicked. That's to show (laughs) you how strong Thanos is with the Infinity Gauntlet, because with the Infinity Gauntlet, you truly do rule over all of time, space, reality, like anything you can think of. You do it. You can become it. Like it. If you know the power and know how to use that power, and we know Thanos does because he looked into the Infinity Well, you can tap into and do anything that you want. 
and after defeating eternity this is where thanos gets the idea i am now omnipotent i defeated eternity i can become all that there is and he leaves his body and becomes eternity what yep (laughs) and it's dude it is a cool ass fucking art of like him it's like this outline of his body kind of like cut up here and there mixed in with the galaxies of him being eternity I'm about to send you a picture of it, dude. It, it's honestly, it's one of the coolest fucking pictures in my opinion. So you see him, dude. He he has reached God form at this point. And you look down next to his body on his throne. And next to him, standing Nebula. Remember we talked about Nebula? How she's mm-hmm. all zombified? She leans over and grabs the fucking glove and just takes it off his hand. Throws it on hers. Reverts herself back to normal. Says, fuck you, Thanos. Snaps, returns everything Thanos has ever done after he got the gem, or like after he got the Infinity Gauntlet. Everything he's done since then, she reversed it all. So that it that will be my that will be my first thing to show that I'm not as bad or I'm not as an evil ruler like you or something like that. And she fucking redoes everything he's ever done. While she does this. Strange quickly teleports all of the heroes back to Earth because since she undid everything, all of the heroes are alive again. And she begins to toy with Thanos because fuck you, motherfucker. You just left me in a comatose, zombified stasis. And she just toys with them with the gems, trying to like learn her power and shit. And her great idea is she teleports them to Avengers HQ where all the heroes he just killed are, thinking... They'll beat the shit out of him. I know I would. Motherfucker, you just came at me with your... Where, where's all your fucking power now, bitch? Oh, I'd be pissed if I was Wolverine. You would think that happens, but... I think it's Adam Warlock and him kind of convince everybody, like... But actually, Thanos actually has knowledge of the gauntlet. And if anybody knows how to defeat Nebula, it's probably going to be him and or a combination of all of us. So then... Second verse, same as the first, they all fucking get together and teleport back to the same place and start fighting Nebula now. And it's like another just grand fucking excursion between them just trying to fight and get the Infinity Gauntlet from Nebula, you know, take back control. And there's there's a weird sequence you see here where they're fighting where Adam actually reaches out and grabs the gauntlet and then a beam shoots out of it and fucking sucks him and the Silver Surfer into the Soul World. And once again, all the cosmic beings that we've seen before show back up to fight Nebula because now she's getting as strong as Thanos and they can't have this omnipotent being exist. It's during this time that Adam uses his link with the Soul Stone to reach out to the other stones. And he meditates and he, he concocts some type of spell or chant or something that actually disrupts all of the power between all of the stones and blasts the uh, gauntlet off of her hand. And then you see this huge sprawling fight between everybody trying to get the gauntlet. And it's like almost like fucking cartoony, like Wile E. Coyote getting fucking run up with the, the Roadrunner, getting spun up shit type of cloud. Finally, at the end, you see Adam Warlock stand up with the Infinity Gauntlet, and he says something like, let this conflict come to an end. 
because now that Adam Warlock has the gauntlet, ain't nobody fucking with him, dude. Um, right. So in an instant, he just he begins setting everything back. He fucking puts everybody back to where they're supposed to be, and he he literally does like look around and he's like, "I will be a just and almighty ruler. I will take care of this universe, and I will be the the ruler that they need," or some crazy shit like that. And, and I swear to God, he looks even at like eternity in these cosmic beings. And he's like, and who dares challenge me? And not a fucking single person says a thing, bro. All the cosmic beings just like, all right, job's done. They all take off. That's not surprising. Which I mean, you know, who out of all these people, who should have the gauntlet or the gauntlet? Like, I mean, probably the guy that was created with high morality <laughs> and the guy who literally saved the day and came up with the plan and all of the complex fucking bullshit and bringing everybody together to stop yeah. Thanos yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> my only other argument would be Captain America because that's like your mm-hmm. highest fucking moral standing guy he like the cap is that guy yeah honestly I probably would give it to cap out of anybody and he's not like egotistical yeah he's not a fucking cosmic being and you see it all the time with Captain America where, like, if he doesn't agree with shit that is worth not agreeing with. Like, Captain America is your your go-to fucking stand-up hero, man. I love that guy. So, mm-hmm. alright. So with a snap, Adam Warlock sends everybody back to their homes, their respective galaxies, planets, everybody. But not before good old Thor sends Thanos flying away with a fucking smack of, uh... Mjolnir. And I mean, dude, he winds it up and blasts him, and you literally just, it's like Team Rocket blasting off again. You never see Thanos again. (laughs) And then Adam has his little speech with everybody, snaps, everybody's gone. And then you see on the next page, Adam, Gamora, and Pip the Troll are walking through, they're like walking out of a dense forest, and they come up to this like cornfield. And in the cornfield, you see Thanos standing there. And as they get closer, they realize it's just a... It's a scarecrow. It's Thanos' old armor. And they see this farmhouse that's up, you know, up down the way, whatever, obviously, the for the farm. And mm-hmm. uh, they get up there, and Thanos is just sitting on the porch, man, fucking in some farmer's clothes, hanging out. He, he pretty much tells Adam, like, he accepted his evilness and his wrongdoing in the world and now he's at peace he doesn't want to he doesn't want to be this ultimate nihilist and uh that's that's pretty much it not really how it works like you kind of see you kind of see that ending in uh the beginning of endgame with like him Mm -hmm. just kind of hanging out like oh i've done my job but at the end of uh the infinity gauntlet it seems more of like a or what what's the thing oh Adam tells him. Now I'm remembering it because it, that that's where he really gets that like serenity of like, all right, I'm done fucking around. So Adam tells him like, you know, you the reason why you fucked up is because you wanted to fuck up. The reason why Nebula got that glove off your hand is because you let it happen. You knew you weren't good enough to be a god. You were not strong enough for that power. And Thanos is like, what do you mean? He's like, in your fight against Captain Marvel with the Cosmic Cube, you left your body and left the Cosmic Cube 
there for Captain Marvel to hit. You set up that that weakness for yourself. Same with the the artificial soul stone that he made. The way that they foiled that plan was they just blew up the artificial soul, soul stone. And it's the same same sequence of Thanos going for this ultimate power and then he finally gets it and then he loses it. And it's because he knows he's not worthy. And Thanos ends up like living with that and that that is him living on the farm is him accepting that I'm not worthy of godhood. I'm not worthy of omnipotence and I never will be. And that's the end of Infinity Gauntlet. That is the last page is him talking with Adam Warlock and then Adam Warlock, Gamora, and Pip all fucking bamoosing. And that's the end of our episode because uh, I'm not fucking that talking was, anymore, bro. <laughs> that was complicated. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, dude, it's so much shit. And I'm not kidding. I read just 35 chapters of Silver Surfer because it contained that much, like, backstory and, like, his back and forth with Thanos and shit. Because, like, Surf was one of Thanos's big rivals going through everything, but it was more of a a plot device to introduce Thanos, it seemed like to me, where he was just this nerd that Thanos was fucking with while he was being omnipotent. And, I mean, right there, that, that like I said, 30-something issues of just the Silver Surfer, dude. I read some Fantastic Four. I read some Guardians of the Galaxy. There's 15 issues of Adam Warlock. There's the Thanos Quest series. There's fucking, I think, a couple Avengers I ended up reading. There's a handful of Doctor Stranges I've read. And it's still going, man. I I, I got to catch up before I do this next episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, bro. <laughs> I don't know if I could handle all that. Yeah, that. so that's it one of the... It took me a long time to read all that. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's it's a, And it's a pain trying to find it all. Like, I am forever grateful to the few people who posted articles of their reading lists, because um, that's kind of how I did my research for this. I just went through and looked at all the different reading lists, because there's so many, like I said, so many different crossovers, dude. It's one of the bigger crossover events, aside from, like, Civil War and shit, or Secret War and Secret Invasion. But, yeah, thanks thanks a lot to those people, man. I I probably wouldn't have been able to get through it as well if it wasn't for those people, and... Marvel Unlimited. I wouldn't have been able to read it all because my poor ass ain't buying all them comics, dude. <laughs> Not for real. I think the the Thanos Omnibus, which kind of explains like his whole backstory and going through with Silver Surfer, is like a $80 paperback. Yeah, I'm good. I was able to read through most of it on Marvel Unlimited for the subscription. It's pretty, pretty worth it, in my opinion. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Highly recommend anybody to get that. Yeah, yeah. Wants to read comics. So next week, or like I said, that's just the end of uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Next week we're going to get into Infinity War and the Infinity Crusade because, yes, it does get fucking crazier, and yes, it does get fucking bigger and more crossover and more there's more to read, and oh my god, I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to close this out, Fex. Oh, man. Uh, the social medias um, and what's all that stuff. Yeah, if you want to find us on Twitter, whether to just, um, you know, follow us, get some updates. We do facts of the day. It's at Lore Diving. Um, yeah. You could also follow our personal Twitters. You don't have to, obviously, but 
it's at Faxy with three Y's, P H A X Y Y Y, and at a can of trash one. Yeah, if you hear and anything that, that you gotta, uh, sorry, but if you hear anything that you know you want to call out or talk shit about, maybe something I missed or something that you felt like was super important. That's why we say it's, or like we mention our Twitters, man. Call us out. Uh, this whole journey is about learning. Like I, I want to learn. Right. I want to teach people, and I don't want. Not everybody needs to go through and read 90-plus comics to learn this fucking story, dude. But it is a cool-ass story. And right. if you do end up going and reading the comics, dude, that's awesome. Like, I, I really hope anybody goes and reads these comics because the them old Jim Starlin fucking comics, dude, the, the writing's really cool. The art's fucking awesome, dude. It's just, it is a 70s to 90s fucking wonderfest of comic goodness, in my opinion. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we mentioned... Mention ourselves so you can call us out, because call me out. <laughs> right. And um, we also are available to be reached at loredivers at gmail.com, if that's easier for you. But yeah, we appreciate all the support we've gotten through our first couple episodes, and we will be back next week for a deep dive into the Infinity War. Yeah. Josh, good day today, bro. What's that? And... I said good day today. Oh. Good job today. Thanks, man. And Thanks. um everybody tune in next week. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's it. Peace. Bye.